With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm your host, Dave C. And you're listening to Never Isolated, a show hosted here on Torchu. And the show ID is 7910667. And you're most welcome. Welcome again to another episode of Never Isolated. Today is Friday, the 6th of November, 2020. And the episode number is 138, Never Isolated, March and Beyond. I was going to go with a silly title, March to March. You know, in terms of March walk, ah, I decided to forget that. This is too serious a topic for frivolous titles, David. Yes, I'm your host, Dave. Uh, I keep pausing of that because, and I I do mention this from time to time, I do work part-time for TalkShoe, and my official name here is uh, Dave TS, meaning TalkShoe, T, TalkShoe Support. Uh, But my... uh, Surname begins with C, so I'm Dave C here on this, my own particular call, not sponsored in any way by Torture itself. This is my own private call, and it's been going now for about six or seven months. And as you can see, this is episode 138. And between the series episodes done during the week, sometimes two, sometimes three, as many as four in the week we've also done uh, about 25 quizzes uh, just for fun keeping away from the serious topic of covid19 this world pandemic the m- most recent quiz we did was on the uh, friday um oh it was right at the end of october so friday october the 30th and that was episode 136 never isolated the slightly scary Halloween quiz, and that was quiz 25. So, if you want a less serious uh, attitude, a less serious uh, uh, take on uh, uh, your entertainment, then at least perhaps seek out those 25 back quizzes um, uh, that I've done during the course of this more serious subject. Well, that's a long preamble as usual. I am doing this live. I've set the room uh, that is called the studio here on Torchview to uh, presentation moderators only. uh, So I won't be unmuting anybody who drops by, but I will at least acknowledge them. So before we get underway with the uh, details, let me just say that the, the strap line for today's show, uh, uh, as well as being March and beyond, is related to a, a sort of U-turn, as the papers would put it. Um, thinking now beyond the new year, as Rishi Sudak, that's the Chancellor, extends his furlough scheme to the end of March 2021. But what then? I'm not too sure I can speculate that far on, but it does mean, uh, as some people have said, are we just kicking the can down the road? But before we do that, let me just play in this short clip. 
This is Never Isolated podcast here on TalkShoe. And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. <coughs> Show ID is 7910667. Okay, well, um, I'm going to mainly go to the BBC news site, online news site here in the UK, to refer to um, my updates for things. And I do that on a public need-to-know basis. So I do implore people, when I give out a uh, URL to uh, a certain site on the BBC, to go and check out uh, their data. And I will just read little uh, snippets that that are pointers, really, to uh, go and explore and find out more. Uh, And I do so so that I'm not giving out any disinformation as far as I'm aware. But before that, we will go to the uh, government page. Uh, that's the um, gov.uk. It's the uh, where the data is put up. Now, there's been a bit of a kerfuffle, a bit of a uh, an investigation going on about certain data. But let me just give this uh, standard data uh, as is put up and usually refreshed quite promptly around 4 to 5 p.m. each evening. The URL, let me uh, just copy and paste that into this live room and then um, we'll read a little bit of information. So the URL is coronavirus, that's all one word, coronavirus.data.gov.uk. Now the deaths, um, in the last 24 hours, they've suddenly had jumped, by the way, in the last couple of days. Uh, we'd gone from Sunday, the 1st of November at 162, uh, Monday, the 2nd to 136, Tuesday, the 3rd to 397, and then up further again to almost 500 on Wednesday at 400. And 92. Well, the figures given out yesterday, Thursday, which only go up to the early morning part of Thursday, um, the, the new deaths sadly were 378. So not still going up, but still in those high towards four to 500 uh, that we've had for the previous three days. Bringing the total to over 48,000 now, at 48,120. Now, the ones with COVID-19 on the death certificate, that figure, for some reason, has not been updated. It's still showing at 60,051. For some reason, that has not been updated for a couple of days. But the number of people on hospital ventilator beds has gone up from 1,142 to 1,191. Um, there was some uh, apologies made on that side because um, there was a a, a delay. Uh, and um, the site itself also had quite a major update with more statistics on there. Uh, giving information about virus testing process, now up to over 301,000 daily, with coming up to nearly 2 million people tested. So I'm going to read that URL out again because there's an awful lot of information there. If uh, you want to bypass me in some way and check that out, that's coronavirus.data.gov.uk. I'm displaying uh, uh, um, one of the 
Never Isolated podcast uh, badges. And because I'm based in England in the UK and in the Greater Mantia Australia, that before yesterday's change to uh, a national, well, a national England lockdown, we were in the highest tier. Of course, we are now after midnight uh, from uh, Wednesday to Thursday, now England is in uh, one complete um, up, uh, uh, down lock, up, down lock, lockdown. <laughs> but uh, in this graph that I've got, and I'm still going to use it for today, we'll change it. It's got a map of the region that I'm based in showing the, the, um, the new cases in the seven days up to October the 30th. As remember, as I'm doing this on Friday the 6th of November. So I'll probably only use this badge for today's episode, showing the different parts of Greater Manchester uh, via a colour code there. So it does say this date as of the 4th of November. So um, I will uh, use that for today's episode 138. So now we're going to move over to... Um, Oh, yes, I, I just said I was mentioning the data. One of the things about the data was that one of the reasons for England and not the whole of the UK as yet going into lockdown, remember, Wales is due to come out of lockdown in just over a week. But um, one of the graphs, they used four surveys superimposed over projections, and these were not, these were scenarios, not projections. Uh, but they were superimposed on a likely projection and they have found an error in one of those where in actual fact the number that was suggested that we could hit of maybe a thousand cases was actually the top of the projection not the mean of the suggestion of the projection and uh, I mentioned a little bit about the health correspondent saying that um, uh, one of the lots of data seemed to be slightly older and uh, the person or uh, the foundation that brought out those figures was slightly bemused that their figures were being highly um, quoted as being uh, further reason for the lockdown. So that has been uh, somewhat um, uh, revised. However, it's uh, still very, very uh, clear that we are in a second wave. And further to that end, the Chancellor to, uh, who had said that the the scheme, the 8% support scheme that are due to come to the end at the end of October would be carried through all of November. That was his uh, speech after the uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson said we are going into a lockdown until the 2nd of December and that was a deadline that we wouldn't go beyond that uh, without coming back to Parliament. Uh, it was not going to be an open-ended one. The lockdown was from the Thursday to the 2nd, a four-week lockdown. Uh, but then later, the Chancellor said that because of that, he would extend this scheme through November. He's now come back again and said that this uh, 
will be extended until the end of the financial year. Of course, the financial year goes from April to April. So it will now extended until um, the end of March. And of course, uh, there's also had to be some clarification made about what would happen if Northern Ireland, Wales and Scotland followed England into a lockdown. Would that money be also available to them? Um, but as my title says, um, uh, March and beyond, um, is this further knocking things down the line? But I, I do think it does give us some breathing space because it gets us through, uh, hopefully will help to get us through the winter and through, of course, the Christmas and New Year period. There were some papers, of course, coming up with, you know, um, uh, but with Boris Johnson as the Grinch, almost is uh, our people are going to get redundancy notices delivered on their doorstep just before they uh, prepare for whatever sort of Christmas we are likely to be able to enjoy. So um, um, this political, this economic, this health, and depending on your point of view, which of those is the priority reason for the change. I still think health is the driving issue, but of course the Prime Minister still has to keep the country on board. Um, there was something happened in, and I've used this graph for Manchester, and I may mention that, about you've got to communicate what you're doing. And this is reference to Manchester University students that last night were finding barriers put up around their halls of residence and they said without notification, and it made them feel trapped. It made them feel um, victims rather than people that were cooperating. And indeed, uh, they pulled those barriers down. And to be honest, I can't really blame them. If there hadn't been prior warning that this was going to happen to keep you know, different halls of residence separated, then I can understand their ire. And of course, this also followed the news that some students prior to the midnight on Wednesday night to Thursday had decided they were needing to move out before the lockdown came, um, uh, sort of the guillotine dropped. Okay. I've gone off topic, so I'm going to, what I'm going to do is going to play that little clip in the end. Sorry for that, but I need to just refresh this page and regroup my composure. This is Never Isolated podcast here on TalkShoe. And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, and the reason I did that also was because I was going to the live page that I go from and it inevitably um, refreshes just as I go to it. So I thought I'd refresh it myself. Yes, um, the URL, and I put it in the room also during the play of that little clip, is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash UK dash five four eight three seven six double one just move the audio slider back 15 seconds to catch that again if you would now this started to be updated um 
just after 8 a.m. this morning, and we're just after 11 a.m. as I record uh, on this Friday morning. So I'm just going to look at the summary part, which is to the left-hand side and some of the things. Um, and it further mentions what I said. Uh, a further 378 deaths were reported in the UK on Thursday, and 24,141 more have tested positive for coronavirus. Students at Manchester University have torn down prison-like, their words, prison-like fences erected around their cam campus late last night. Um, and there's going to be some further testing done. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, there's also some <clears throat> quite frightening news here as well. In some of the unforeseen, maybe, uh, things that are happening in terms of uh, the mood of the people and the, the mental harm that's being done uh, with this long lockdown. It says here, a toxic lockdown, in quotes, has seen a 20% rise in babies being killed or harm during the first lockdown. This is from the first lockdown of the... Ofsted's chief inspector, Amanda Spielman, has revealed. And this is due to people not being able to cope, one would suppose. Um, and I'm moving up. Uh, Liverpool, citywide COVID testing begins in Liverpool. Liverpool has absolutely nothing to lose by taking part in the first trial of a whole city coronavirus testing in England, the, mitty, uh, the city's mayor has said. Everyone living and working in Liverpool will be offered repeat tests whether or not they have the symptoms. And that's Mayor Joe Anderson uh, giving that quote. We'll go to other places around the world, but armed forces will be in a supportive role in Liverpool, not to enforce it, but to allow that to go ahead quickly. Um, uh, the Foreign Secretary self-isolating, that's um, um, Dominic Rabb, self-isolating after a COVID uh, co contact. It's amazing the number of people in different political uh, uh, places in different political countries that have come in contact, uh, of course, most notably in that uh, that super spreading in the Rose Garden in uh, the USA at the White House a while back. Um, this is quite a, a big thing. Uh, and again, I'm just reading the highlights. Please do go and check out the BBC live news feed because um, I'm only pointing out the need-to-know pointers here. Test and trace has made no difference to COVID spread. Well, I agree it won't make a difference to the spread, but it should give us more intelligence about that spread. But um, James Naismith, Professor of Structural Biology at Oxford University, told BBC Radio 4 today's programme that the system was only reaching a fraction of the people it should be. Ah, so um, there's a little bit of mistrust perhaps in there. And um, I'm moving up the page here. 
uh, I'm not going to talk about the, uh, the all the th that's happening in America and the we're still waiting for the final result on their presidential selection. But um, uh, one newspaper article here quoted in this page is um, Rushdie, we are digging deep for the future. Chancellor, extra 33 billion to save jobs. And of course, we are already, the debt is now at um, approaching 2 trillion. I think people was careful there, 2 trillion debt. But of course, um, it's a balance of, you know, getting us through this winter. We were hoping that this virus would get under control before we entered the winter period. That was the best scenario hope. But as this second wave is hitting at a critical time, as we are in November now, and we've got what, November, December, January, February, we've got four months at least, possibly five months, where it is, is known that these sort of viruses, and of course we've got the winter flu possibly to contend with, uh, they seem to survive longer in the colder environment. And then moving through this, um, yes, just let me quote this because it's it's dear close to my area, Greater Manchester, and this was only updated 15 minutes ago. Students felt lonely and trapped by fencing. Uh, as we reported earlier, that students at the University of Manchester tore down prison-like fencing erected around their campus on day one of England's new lockdown. The university has apologised after those living in its fallow field halls of residence woke up to find... My daughter was in halls of residence in fallow field, you know, only a number of years ago, to find workers putting up huge metal barriers. Students said the fences placed between buildings blocked off some entry and exit points and left them feeling tra trapped. A first-year management student, Megan, who did not want to give us her name, said, there is fencing around the hole outside. We feel like it's completely unnecessary. It makes us feel we're in a prison. And there's one student there holding up a uh, hastily uh, written uh poster, as it were, on cardboard, um, uh, Fallowfield, 9K to enter, because, of course, students now have to pay 9K per year to be at university, so it's said as though they were paying that money to be in that situation. So um, that is, um, I think, an understandable reaction. Uh, I think it was peaceful. It, they pulled down the fencing, but it, I don't think it was a, you know, a riot in any sense. It was just a demonstration that um, they had had no prior warning about that. Now, I am focusing on uh, what's happening in England uh, today for this, but we'll just look at a couple of the other pages you know, on the BBC News. I'm just checking the site, just me in the room. Um, there's an article, and I'll just give the links for these. Um, COVID, can mass testing save us from another lockdown? And that would seem to be an older page, but it has been updated uh, early this morning. So I will put it in and I'll read it out. BBC.co.uk, 
forward slash news forward slash health dash five four eight two six four three zero by James Gallagher, the health and science correspondent. Uh, mass testing is being touted as a way of getting us much closer to a normal life and even avoiding lockdowns in the future. Testing everyone, even those without symptoms, can be an incredibly powerful tool for rooting out the virus. Uh, Boris Johnson has promised a massive expansion, such as testing in the UK. And of course, Liverpool is being trialled for that an awful lot more on that page please go and read it if you want to know more about the manchester university uh thing let me read that url out to a whole page given over to that and uh, larissa kennedy from bbc news updated her page two hours ago so let me read the url out i put the url in our little room here bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash uk dash england dash manchester dash five four eight three triple three one um new lockdown manchester university students pull down campus fences um let me just read a little bit about it Uh, fellow first-year English literature student graduate Ewan said the seven-foot-high, that's just over two-metre fence, was a further blow to the many who had already spent weeks isolated. Some, of course, with even in some universities, food being brought into them. It's not like living at home. We don't have a sofa. We have a kitchen and plastic chairs. There's no way you can relax here. You're completely dif- in a completely different city and you feel lonely uh, there and trapped. Of course, lots of people in their first year going towards the residence, lots of people in their second and third year uh, go into what's called shared housing, uh, where they where they group together and they do have their own room and they do have their own lounge and kitchen uh, and they're grouped in groups of six, eight or ten um, in their own house bubble. Um, but I must give a, a, a statement here from the President and Vice-Chancellor of the University. In a statement, President and Vice-Chancellor Professor Dame Nancy Rothwell said that fencing was not meant to cause distress nor prevent students from entering our exiting the site. It was intended, she said, to address safety and security concerns from students and staff, particularly about access by people who are not residents. The fences are being taken down from Friday morning and the students are being contacted immediately, she said. Alternative security measures, including national uh, in additional security patrols, are being put in place. So um, they have quickly uh, admitted that um, that was not to cause and entrap the students. It was basically uh, a method of securing uh, ingress by people not supposed to be going into those halls. So a quick response there from the Vice-Chancellor of Manchester University. 
I'm going to move on to, well, for those people living in Liverpool, I'm going to put in the URL there. This is a very England-centric episode. I do cover the coronavirus in a world sense, but just for today in particular, we're going to concentrate on this because we've just gone from regional lockdowns to national, well, England lockdowns. And I've got a feeling that by the time I come back on Monday, there will be much further developments in Northern Ireland, uh, Wales and Scotland. And also, hopefully by then, the um, political emphasis in America will have been resolved one way or the other. And uh, there'll be more news uh, about how they're dealing with the coronavirus. So this Liverpool one is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash UK dash England dash Merseyside dash 54828634. And um, I've mentioned that about the furlough. Uh, so again, I want to, I'm going to just play a little bit of that clip. This is Never Isolated podcast here on TalkShoe and please remember we have a Twitter account never isolated or one word sure. and uh, just play that so I can refresh the page I think it was refreshing just as I went to it of course it did uh, and I shall put that into the room and it is for those who want to read more about that bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash business dash five four eight two four one two zero remember just move the slider back 10 or 15 seconds let me have a look oh and there is um, a um, how does the extended scheme compare uh, from the previous one the furlough scheme will be extended across UK oh, across the UK until the end of March Chancellor Rishi Sudak has confirmed it says UK there not England. So please check that if you're based in Northern Ireland, Wales and Scotland. It may be extended to them if they go on lockdown, but let me read. Mr. Sutter has said the scheme will pay up to 80% of a person's wage, up to 2,500 a month. He told the Commons that the government will review the policy in, ah, it will still be reviewed in January. The Chancellor said it's his intention to give business security during the winter. We are providing what the security we are providing will protect millions of jobs. Uh, right. Support through self-employment scheme, uh, the income support scheme, that's the SEISS will be increased with the third grant covering November to January, calculated at 80% of the average trading profits, up to a maximum of 7,500, but 7,500 for three months, not per month, I believe. At the same time, the Chancellor raised the guaranteed funding for UK's devolved administrations by 2 billion to 16 billion. So that's the devolved governments. 
but many people will remain ineligible for help, including the newly self-employed, those who pay, who pay themselves in dividends, freelancers, and sole traders who previously been, had a trading profit of more than £50,000. And there's an awful lot there to read. And there's an analysis by Nick Ernie, uh, the political correspondent. So, again, I'm only reading the public need to know. Please go to the BBC for their content. And I'm going to read that URL again, bbc.co.uk forward slash business forward slash no, read that again. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash business dash five four eight two four one two zero. And I'm just going to refresh the live page before we probably uh, need to end. And. Mm, Yes, I think we'll leave at that. Now, I don't think there will be a quiz this weekend because uh, I'm going to have to be following the news items. But rather than wait till Wednesday of next week to come back, we'll try and come back with a live episode on Monday, if not Monday, Tuesday. So the next episode, 139, is likely to be a weekday episode seeing what's happened particularly to the devolved governments here in the uk and also perhaps we'll be able to cast our net further afield and uh, perhaps the political uh, landscape in america will have uh, settled and we'll get in more news about the pandemic as it's affecting there also latin america and of course africa and Australasia and Europe. So uh, I'm going to end today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Never Isolated, show ID 7910667, hosted here on TalkShoe. Bye for now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.